I'm a part-time working mom with a big kid and a little kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two young kids, and a baby. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, Bad Influences. Plus, we are live from the G-Man Tavern in Chicago with special guest graphic novelist Lucy Nicely. Teresa, before I ask how you are, I have to say, Happy Mother's Day, guys! We were saying it's the ultimate feel-good or feel-awful holiday. Yep. I mean, <laughs> Teresa and I were coming out of our hotel, and like this guy's like, Happy Mother's Day, don't forget your flowers. And I'm like, I, I, there's no children with me. Like, yeah. I'm like, I don't have a giant bag yeah. with me. I'm not like wearing anything specific that says like mom. And I was just like, yeah. this really is kind of a fucked up holiday. Yeah. It's, like, it's like a really possibly, I mean, I took a flower. If you hand me yeah. a flower, I'm going to fucking take it. But yeah. like, I'm like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but uh, we just want to say thank you guys so much for coming out. You guys have come uh, both locally and from very far away. So welcome, 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 and really good job. Thanks so much for being here with us. And Teresa, how are you? Oh, well, I made it. Yeah! Um, uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm good. I think I realized <laughs> when I was on the airplane by myself, and I think for the first time in my life was like really weirdly excited to be on an airplane. <laughs> like it was, it was a grand luxury. Yeah. It was really weird. Like I, I've never been like, I, I've been like a nervous flyer or just like not a very like big traveler, but I was really looking forward to sitting in my seat. <laughs> I like really. Yeah. And it kind of dawned on me like I was feeling good. I wasn't feeling anxious or sad um and i was like oh i needed a break <laughs> this this plane is my break yeah it, no i mean this weekend is yeah. my break so oh, thank yeah. you guys yeah. for yeah. bringing us here i really needed a break um Yay! yeah so and also like my kids didn't care that i was leaving oh that <laughs> None of them. That really helps. Yeah. That that was not the experience in my house. Yeah. But I'm going to save that for a topic one day. (laughs) Crying yourself away from breaking the hearts of your children. Different day. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? I'm tired still. Yeah. Uh, I'm tired, guys. It's been a while, and apparently a plane ride does not help me catch up. But I wanted to kind of talk about, I realized... I've hit this strange level of tired where the only thing at the end of the day uh, when the kids are in the tub and I'm cleaning up after dinner, I put music on and the only thing that my body's like, oh, you're so tired. The only thing you could possibly tolerate listening to right now to fully express how tired you are is Jimmy Buffett's. (laughs) It's like super lazy beach music, like ass in the sand, beer in my hand. Like, I just like, I totally become this person who's like, take me away to a tropical island. And like, Stefan will walk in and be like, what the fuck is happening here? And I'm like, and you're like, it's Friday somewhere, man. It's Friday fucking somewhere, dude. It's Friday somewhere, right up in here. I just thought, well, that's, that's something. Yeah. We've reached Jimmy Buffett tired. Yep. That's, that's where we are. Speaking of reaching 
Jimmy Buffett tired and things that can possibly influence us, that ties in nicely to today's topic, which is bad influences. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends with the host of One Dad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Dad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. This enjoys children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Teresa, bad influences. I think before we get into it, we should sort of lay the groundwork for like what maybe we're talking about because that could change. Hence why I say maybe. Okay. Um, But we're not editing this show. So ta-da! If it changes, we're all going to know about it together in the room. So bad influences. Are we, I think there's like two types of influences that just jump to my mind that for me is what I was thinking about. And that is like sort of pop culture influences like music or books or TV or like characters, that kind of thing. Or like Fox News. That's right. Fox News. That's right. As long as they're listening to news, Teresa, it's got to be okay. And then, uh, (laughs) oh, only a room full of parents gets that hilarious reference. Uh, Okay. Uh, or are we talking about like kids, like, you know, like kids in your kids' lives, especially if you have mm. older kids, then you're like, that kid's a bad influence. Yeah. Um, you're talking about like your kid's older sibling, right? Yeah, like, yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. I was not the kid in our family. Yeah. And it certainly wasn't me who was the influence ever. Oh, like, why doesn't anybody want to play with me anymore, Mama? <laughs> Their parents have called. So I think... I was like the kid most people thought was already smoking, and I'm like, why, guys? I just, totally not me, yet. So, I guess, the, I, what do you think? I mean, is that kind of what you're thinking, or? Yeah. Good. Well, before, <laughs> we're done. Well, before we get further into the discussion, yeah. we want to welcome up our very special guest, critically acclaimed and award-winning comic creator and Chicago local, Lucy Nicely. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Oh, my pleasure. Come on, swing around. <laughs> all right, bad influences. Outside, uh, Lucy, I'll ask you because you weren't up here. Does that hit all your boxes as well? Am I missing? <laughs> well, my son is about to turn two. Oh, full um, of the influences right now. <laughs> so yeah. many things are influencing him. Yes, <laughs> That's definitely. actually true. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't go to preschool yet, so he goes to like this weekly play, or twice weekly play group, and there is a kid there that I hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> and I, I was not the kind of person that hated children Just before being be, in Just to be clear, this is a, another two-year-old you're talking yeah, about, you right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Cool. But he's big. Cool. He might be three. I don't know. <laughs> I could take him, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and frequently think about it, but I never actually have... And this kid waits until my son sees a toy that he wants to play with, and then he runs to the toy and just camps on it, Mm. looking my son dead in the eyes. Dang. (laughs) Just like, what? What are you going to do about it? And my my son is very verbal, so he's always like, want to play with that? And I'm just like, I'm like behind him, just being like, (laughs) get off the third... We, we just have to wait our turn, sweetie pie. Well, so is this, though, is your kid then coming home and, like, you go to get something from the kitchen and he's like, fuck you, mom. Yeah. 
I'm sitting on the whisk. There has yeah. definitely been an uptick yeah. in that sort of thing since he started play school. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. this morning, he looked my husband dead in the eyes and he took a full cup of water and just went, and I just watched like my husband start to boil with yeah. rage. Well, okay, actually, hold on. This actually is an interesting thing that I had no notes on. And that is, I, I know for a fact that like when Katie Bell started coming home from like, you know, preschool or whatever at LST, the moment like bad behavior entered the house, I was like, it's everybody else. <laughs> yeah, it is not me. certainly the influences of other two and three-year-olds. That's right. I have to say, it is definitely not my perfect child. <laughs> it's definitely not just coming up like every child no, naturally does on their own to test boundaries. <laughs> that definitely couldn't be the case. Oh, yeah. So, because, like, for me, I feel like most of my memories surround, like, kid influences. Like, I feel like I've shared this story before, but there was this kid, Jennifer, and she was a little more popular, and, but she suddenly took a liking to me. Oh, like me. And uh, so I would hang out at her house, and she was kind of a nasty kid. Like, she, like, kind of talked nasty about other kids, you know, like that kind of thing. And... Uh, I would come home, and clearly I had picked that up. Like, my mom one day said, you're not hanging out with Jennifer anymore because you've been hanging out with her for a while, and you have turned into one seriously nasty. Like, you've, you've just started talking in a way that you were not talking beforehand. And I will admit, uh, it could be in retrospect that I'm just letting the blame fall easily on <laughs> someone else, but I do feel like there was some influence. I mean, I feel like... Yeah, if you, if when you're, and I've seen it happen with like adults, friends of mine too. Like suddenly you start running with somebody and you start picking up their habits. If you're running with somebody who like use, you know, calls everybody whatever, some, you know, phrase, there's a really good chance you might start doing it too just because you're so used to hearing it, right? Yeah. Like so I think that there are the like, kid influence as well. We can't blame everything on other people's children. <laughs> I do think there's something to it, that like you get around and you see stuff and you pick up the behaviors. But Teresa, I would really like you to share what's going on in your house, really to lay the groundwork for, I think, more sure. of this discussion. Yeah, sure. So we're, we're dealing with, I guess, just the Captain Underpants situation <laughs> in my house. I feel like that probably means a lot to many of you, at least. Um, So Gracie picked up some Captain Underpants books that were on the shelf in her first grade classroom, and they they really appealed to her. Um, So, you know, there were lots of other things that we were reading, but now it's kind of like Captain Underpants all the time, which, you know, it's not my favorite thing, but that's, that's fine. But the problem is that Captain Underpants has, has now become a part of our household. So, um, so now it's like, you know, everything is like the poop and the pee and the farts. and the, It's just like all the, all the like bathroom words, you know? Which, like, who cares? Whatever. Um, well, you could care but, a little bit about it. I mean, sometimes there's like a level where I'm like, that's it. And I enjoy a good pool well, reference. That's like, the th- well, but that's the thing. Yeah. Like, it's like, I, I definitely was, like, like Jesse and I were both, like, managing pretty well with it. Like, well, we knew this was going to happen yeah. at some point, that, like, our kids were going to think this was hilarious. And it just happened to come at a time where, you know, Oscar can get really into it, too. Oh. He also <laughs> now thinks it's hilarious. So, so they're, they're really bonding together <laughs> over this stuff. And it's... It's like everything. Like it's they are just it, everything we talk about becomes a joke about 
like the bathroom. It just it's 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 starting to make me lose my mind. Can you tell how my eyes are getting really big while I talk about it? It's so much that like I ca- I can't I I've tried all these different tactics. I, I'm mostly just trying to like let it pass. But like Jesse pointed out to me the other day, like this may never go away. Um, <laughs> Because he was like, he, and I was like, well, and then I, I, and then, well, this, but then we, I, I realized like, because like, it's always going to be like a taboo. Like yeah. it's never, that's why it's so funny to them. And so it's, that's always just going to be that way. And, um, that's devastating. Um, and, but also like, I found myself like a couple times I wanted to be like if you say this one more time I'm gonna not let you read these books anymore mm, I know, I get then I was like that. that's stupid but then I was also like but then I'll give them like a poop fetish oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know yes obviously um, so so logically that's yeah it goes like that it obviously that's how you get a poop fetish right guys yeah. and and so but it, I just want to be clear like as far as bad influences like I'm not just being like prudish about bathroom words like my kids are playing pranks they think pranks are really cool now and funny from reading these books God, no and yeah to the point where yeah. it's like they'll they'll even I've 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 said you cannot play pranks in my house unless it's like surprise I hugged you yeah. like, that's, that's like the example that I give them and they're like okay um, surprise I baked you a cake and cooked yeah. it all up yeah yeah. So, but they still don't. They're they're like, okay, well then we're just gonna do harmless pranks. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And none of that has. I mean, they don't understand what it. Anyway. So that's the situation I'm dealing with right now. It, I do consider it a bad influence. See, this is what spro- like prompted this topic. Cause like my first thought of bad influence was like she's smoking in the boys' room, like that kind of thing. She is, and <laughs> no reflection on my life. And or you know or like music, like if you know kids are like singing like lyrics that maybe not appropriate for eight-year-olds to be singing. Uh, there's lots of things in our car where it's like this is fine, but not at school. But but you're right. I think the ones that I actually I actually almost feel like like that's more identifiable and it's these sneaky ones where you're like because that's just it is that like pre-kid biz and even like biz with like four and whatever you're all however newborn Ellis at the time I would have been like well as long as they're reading I don't give two shits what they're reading are they reading I mean obviously I care what they're reading but like in that vein of Captain Underpants and like whatever I'd be like as long as they're reading that's great but I think those are the sneaky sort of sinister things that come in where suddenly your kids are like pantsing each other all, or they're pantsing oh. you and you're like, and you can't get them to stop. Or pantsing other kids at school. Or pantsing other yeah. kids at school. Yeah. Or like, I mean, it's because some, st- some of the stuff is like really not okay. Yeah, exactly. And sometimes it's really hard for the kids to understand right. what, what things are like funny in a book and totally not okay to do in real life. Well, right, yeah, which I mean, which does get a little bit into the whole like, when is it all right for certain things to be introduced to your child? And people feel like really differently about this. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I think that that's fine. You know your kid, you, you figure it out, but that's the problem with the world out there. You know your kid and you can keep things sort of regulated in your house, but they have to fucking go outside. Yeah. And like, and they're on your bookshelf in a first grade classroom is like Captain Underpants, you know? 
dun, 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 right next to the heroin. <laughs> but this, this leads me to kind of like what I want to talk about a little bit, because my first thought was, well, great, just fucking pull those books. Just get them the fuck out of your house, man. Yeah. And then that led me to, I'm becoming a censor. <laughs> like, you know, 20-year-old Viz is like, no, you become the man. Don't fucking censor your inside, right? But like, and so I, I feel you can read all the Captain Underpants you want, I know. man. Well, and in the movie, so the, there's a movie, and in the movie, oh. like, the, I can't, like, tolerate sitting through the whole movie so I don't really understand what happens but there is like a part where like anti-humor boy is like yeah. who they need to stop oh, and there no. is like this feeling that I get where I'm like oh god like I'm trying to like shut down their joy they're yeah. like they're, like that's what it's making me feel it that's is. it that's yeah. it there's like a rose okay so Lizzie, I want to kind of like present those to you first because you're in the cool world of like graphic novels and such I mean so I wonder like pre-post kids, what was your feeling on, like, not... I mean, I don't want to say... It, it's kind of like banning something from your... I mean, I feel like we should, like, censoring, banning, removing... Well, let me uh, tell you right now. Yeah. My parents hated comic books. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I was growing up, and right. I am a comic book artist. So yeah. this sort of embargo can go terribly yeah. wrong. <laughs> so the poop fetish. What yeah, poop like, fetish? Yeah. I am the human yeah. comic book poop fetish. Yeah. <laughs> This is what happens. And I read Archie comics. My mom thought they were sexist. And uh, uh, my dad see? thought they were trashy. And now that's what I do. So I, I, I think of that all the time with my kid, where I'm like, I only want you watching like the best animation, like that's Japanese, right. like yeah. Miyazaki animation and stuff. And then the nanny lets him watch like this horrible dinosaur train. Like, yeah. dinosaur, dinosaur train! Dinosaur yeah. train. Dinosaur train. And I'm like, I don't even. <laughs> gonna ride the dinosaur train. <laughs> I fucking hate that show too, by the way. No, it's like, no, but I know what you mean. Like, there's, yeah, so yeah. Pre, pre-kid Lucy was like, no, only the finest, like, fine animation. And yeah. Like, classic Disney and stuff. And now I'm like, uh, I can just put dinosaur train on. Yeah. And like, <laughs> you can just read your Captain Underpants and get yeah, dinner. Right. Well, okay, this is a pre-post-kid as well as kid-age like unveiling, right? Like because yeah. like even like so there's pre-kid, I'm never gonna do this. And then you have kids and like I'm still I'm gonna do some never other new version of I'm never gonna do this. And then like everything changes and you're like, we are gonna do all of that yeah. right away. Because like when they're one or two or even three, it's like really like 90% of the geniuses people call in with they're like, I just took fucking stickers right out of the house. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you did, right? Like, uh, there's never gonna know that stickers exist. And like, or like in our house, because Stefan was kind of like ha 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 at me, and I was like, Stefan, you have forbidden those three fucking Star Wars movies from being played in the house. And like you've said, like Katie Bell has said, Papa, everybody has seen these in school. And he said, well, you can go watch them at somebody else's house, but you're not watching them in this house, right? Like, it's totally fine. She's going to be still canon. Don't worry about it. But like, it's... Like, we, we have set those kind of things up in our house, like, instinctually to make our lives easier. They're totally fair to do, right? Like, I mean, I don't want fucking stickers in my house, guys, or glitter, <laughs> right? I think that's fair. But then they start getting older, and it starts to feel creepy. Yeah. When you, I mean, I feel like that's the issue. Like, right. I don't think anybody, for the most part, like, the average parent is like, 
you know, you'll never listen to rock and roll, right? Like, I mean, like, I just say that this conversation to our listenership is like, no, rock and roll's all right. I, I just, you know, like that kind of thing. But I do feel like it's a slippery slope of yeah. like what's okay and like what isn't. So I don't, I mean, like, I don't know. How do you guys deal? I mean, like, I feel like it's a big guilt trigger for me. Yeah. Of like, Because we, I'm trying to think, like, what did we outlaw in the house? And, like, for us, it tends to be, like you said, the shitty, just shitty TV shows. Yeah. Just ones that are, like, it's, it's super bad. Like, where you're, like, stuff will always be, like, the animation sucks. And I'm, like, <laughs> well, it's, I can cook dinner, so I don't care, right? right? Like, there's that. Which does lead to the whole question, what if your, like, partner or anybody else who's helping you with your kids doesn't know that you've, like, not allowed the book in the house, right? Or the, like, certain music or... God, I feel like I'm like 100 years old. Don't play that music in the house. We don't allow it. I don't know. Like, is there anything that you think would be too far? Or... Well, like, once it starts to really look like comes, the Footloose Town. Yeah, so, yeah you don't want to become Footloose Town. <laughs> yeah, this right. This rock burning hill. I love that. <laughs> you don't want to become Footloose Town. But, like, I guess, I guess the question is, is it really, in most scenarios, about what's influencing your kid, about, like, the kid, or is it about you? Because I feel like so much of it for me, like 90% of it's just shit I fucking hate. And then there's like 10%, which really is about like, there's some bad behavior, like there's something dangerous or bad or just like not okay happening. Like I don't want you out in the world doing this. I don't want you, you know, to be influenced like that. So like, I don't know. It's this, do you feel like... Teresa, do you feel like this is where does this fall in general for you? I mean, it's 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 actually really overwhelming to me when I think about it the way you just described it. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's Sound fine. Cute. Yeah, no, I just I I feel like because I think pre kids and or like pre Captain Underpants experience, I would have just said to myself, well, like, look, like, we want our kids to get exposed to lots of culture and lots of things in the world, and they're going to see things that they don't like, and they're going to see things that they do, or things that we like and they don't, or things that they like and we do. And, like, a lot of these things... Even if we don't agree with them, we, these are opportunities for learning, and we can like talk through. Well, how does this make you feel? Or like, how this yeah. is? I can tell you how it makes me. I mean, uh, that I is. Know what, I love you. I mean, You're that's such a good mom. Well, but but what I'm what I'm leading up yeah. to is oh, that I'm having a really hard <laughs> time with that right now yeah. because I, what I'm feeling like is no matter how many times I have those conversations, even like calmly or like not in the heat of the moment or like later when we're reading a different book that we like and that we can like yeah no matter how much I say like well what's happening in these is it's great that you love it it's so great I'm glad you're having so much fun with it this is not a thing that like this if you do it in real life it can hurt people it can hurt people's feelings you know how do you yeah. think this character felt when that happened like I'm not getting through to them yet. Well, it's, it's like the books are more powerful than me. Pants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're standing there, yeah, exactly. you're standing there around like, your ankles being. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's like the it's like the books have this like power over my kids that oh. I can't like compete with. That's, oh, that's terrifying. It. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, power yeah. over you. Yeah. That's why they're so awesome, and we want them. Uh-huh. But I mean, like that's the that's the battle, yeah. right? Like it is it is awesome. <laughs> you know, like the whatever it is that's like causing yeah. the problems, lots of times it is also awesome. Yeah. And that's totally. like really difficult. Yeah. You're right. 
Yeah. That fucking sucks. Yeah, what really drove this home was like, Grace found this video on the author, Dave Pilkey, has a website, and I love how I'm like plugging this guy who's like ruined my life. Everybody go out and get um, it. And he has this, yeah, he has this like video on his site that's all about how when he was a kid, he was like misunderstood in school and had a really hard time and like started making these comics and they totally like saved his life. And it's kind of beautiful and Grace was captivated by yeah. it. And that is a similar story to like what she's going through right now at school. And so I was just like, ah, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Lizzie. So (laughs) help us. Yeah. Where are you on that? Like, how do you, have you like, and your like partner talked about like what you guys are going to do? I mean, has it come up? Is there any, are you ready for this? Does it feel easier? Captain Underpants? No. Yeah. We are not ready for that. (laughs) My, only read Mama's work. Yeah, that's right. That's it. That's it. Only my, no, don't read. Don't my, read my, my, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he started coming into my office and taking the books off the shelf, and I'm like, you wouldn't like that. <laughs> Just put that back. That's about mommy with another man. <laughs> Just because it's before, a cartoon. It was before, right. before daddy. Just because it's an illustration yeah. doesn't mean it's for kids. <laughs> the hard lesson. I know, and it's, I mean, it's everywhere, and it's, as an illustrator, I see things like Captain Underpants, and they're so popular, and it's such an easy moneymaker for illustrators, so I'm like, I make books for my son, I make little, like, illustrated books for my son, and my niece and my nephew, and I'm always like, ooh, I know that they would like this book more if there was, like, a butt in it. Yeah, who doesn't like butts? Butts are great sometimes. I don't want to be the one that draws butt books for my kids, and... (laughs) Like, uh, it's just something that I don't we, really the, want on my tombstone, you know? Yeah, there's currently, like, a drawing going around our house, and Stefan was like, what do you think this is? And he sends me this illustration that Katie Bell's made. It's a butt tree. Oh. It's totally a butt tree. Which we're, we're okay with in our house, all right? Like, we're that sounds about, like a franchise I could get behind. Yeah, I can yeah. totally look for a butt tree. Butt tree. Katie Bell Lawrence. Coming a bookstore near Coming you. Yeah. But that's just it. Now, ah, we'll wrap up on this, which just, because Grace is nodding. She knows Please. what's coming. Yeah. She knows what's coming, <laughs> which is, aha, what might be totally fine in your house may not be okay in someone else's house. And that's a really, another hard one to remember as well, because like, you know, butts are totally fine in our house. We had my grandfather sent Katie Bell an Easter card. Here comes Peter Fartentail, and it plays a song that's all farts inside. And we, it is the greatest thing to enter our house. Because you guys know I throw everything fucking away, but that card. Right? Like, I am totally fine with it because, because my kids are able, well, Katie Bell at least, is able to navigate this right now. Like, she, we've never had a problem navigating that with her. Ellis is going to be a different story, but it hasn't told itself yet. It has not unfolded <laughs> itself to me yet. But in your house, it's not, and they're not navigating it the same way. While I know that your kids might be navigating differently than mine. And so this is a really hard one to go out and say to people, I'm fucking done with Captain Underpants. And everybody's yeah. like, I fucking have them all. I love them. <laughs> you know, like, this is a hard one. And like, on both levels. Like, what you're dealing with yourself and just coming to terms with the fact that you might be a total jerk who wants to ban things from your house. Oops. Or that you're going to go out and talk to people and they're just going to have a response that's not supportive. You know what I mean? That's like literally just like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Lighten up. (laughs) And then you have to deal with the whole guilt of like, am I not light enough? (laughs) What's happened? Am I like, yeah, it plays back on that guilt. So how about we just 
Never read, listen, or go anywhere, or share our feelings or experiences with people again. That's good. Guys, everybody, thank Lucy so much. Thank you, Lucy, for joining us. Thank you so much. We have a Jumbotron. This Jumbotron is for Aaron from Eliza and Eric. Happy Mother's Day! Thanks for always being there and being the best mother and partner we know. Your effort to balance work, life, family helps keep the three of us going and on the right path. And an extra shout out to Kristen and Annie and all of the other moms out there doing a great job. Good job, Aaron. You guys are killing it! One Bad Mother is supported in part by Prep Dish. Prep Dish is a healthy, subscription-based meal planning service designed to save time and help you be efficient in the kitchen. Every week, you'll be emailed a grocery list and recipes with gluten-free, dairy-free, and paleo meal options. With only a few hours of prep over the weekend, you can have meals ready all week long. Recipes have included smoky paprika chicken legs and a trio of roasted vegetables and a turkey and zucchini lasagna. Yum! Let Prep Dish do your meal planning for you. Check out prepdish.com slash OBM for a free two-week trial. Hey, you know what it's time for? This week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moments of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Teresa, genius fail time. Genius me. Genius me. Okay, so this, in hindsight, this was like a signal that I was ready for a break. But, um, <laughs> but I was slicing mango for my kids uh, as a snack. And I, I, you know, I do that thing where I'm like, kind of like rushing to like get it to them because they're like hungry and they're sitting there and they're waiting. And, you know, I'm always like giving, th- giving them their snack first and then like the little scraps like mom will eat at the end yeah and as I was slicing it and they're talking amongst themselves I just kind of like noticed that I was rushing and I noticed that like the mango I was slicing looked like really really good and I was like I could just eat this one right now and then cut up another one for them because like it looked really good and like who says that I have to like serve them the really good one first so I just ate the mango yeah yeah I just just so you guys know in the booth I derail and have to edit the whole thing out for the show of the eight hours but I'm always just like I, I really do love the fact that like we are at such a place in our lives where it's like I ate the mango. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, 
My bar's even lower, so here you go. Um, so uh, I checked, the, my genius is not the fact that I checked the weather before I came here, but I did check the weather before I came and I was like, ooh, it's gonna be cold. I need to bring my jacket. And I didn't. And so I got here yesterday. I was like, I don't know fucking jacket. Everything is like California wear. Oh, shit. And I thought, well, great. Now I'm going to have to go spend, like, a lot of money on a Jackets are not cheap. You know what I mean? I'm like, I don't yeah. want to spend money. That's not how I want to spend my trip money. I want to have a steak, some nice wine. Yeah, and you live in Pasadena. And I live in Pasadena. Don't I don't want to spend money on yeah. a jacket I'll never fucking use. Yeah. So I was, like, sitting there really grumpy, having a glass of wine, and I thought, what am I going to do? And then I remembered, in my wallet, I still had gift cards left over from my birthday and from Christmas that still had money on it, and I Googled J. Crew, and it was two blocks away, and I went down there, and not only was that jacket fucking 30% off, I only paid $11 for it by the time I was done. And it is not an $11 jacket. And I stood there, and was like this, yes! And this woman behind the counter was just like, yeah, all right, it's a jacket. <laughs> so one of the things we love about the live shows is we do live genius and fails. So we're going to, uh, we've picked three. We're going to start with Katie K from Cleveland. Which one? It says Katie K from Cleveland. All right, and it's... Oh, there are two Katie Ks for shits and giggles already. Uh, it's, about, it's about your two-year-old and a book bag. Does that make sense? I think Is that you? you? That's me. Okay. Okay. Sorry, we have two Katie Ks from Cleveland. That's God. amazing. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> and I'm going to note that the first part I wrote was that I invited my friend Katie K from Cleveland to join me yes. to Chicago. And it worked. We're here. <laughs> yeah. My son just turned two on Cinco de Mayo. And when people ask me what I wanted for him, I got him a book bag, and he carries his own diapers and wipes now. I no longer carry them. That's the best. Get your kid treats. It was like it's like when you get your dog a little backpack and they carry their treats in it. It is. Yeah, he has a little job to do. Oh no, it's a little job. That's the best. Good job. Uh, you know, the problem is, guys, you really should write down last names. So we're looking for Annie involving a dance. Annie and dance. Is that you? Are they sitting right next to each other? What is happening? Also from Cleveland. We drove here. literally the best table. It's <laughs> oh, there's going to be an arm wrestling fight with that kind of stuff happening. <laughs> no, but by the end of the day, I have three kids, and they're all monsters. And they all hate each other. And by the end of the day, they're all just fighting, and we're trying to get ready for the next day, showers, and get, you know, all the bullshit. And they, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just like, everybody needs to go to bed. Everyone needs to get on the same page. Yeah. So what I do is I try to find the, the song that's stuck in my head. That Jimmy Buffett, Margarita Bell. Yep. And I make up a dance to it, and then I just come into the living room, and I just sing, and I dance. Yes. really loudly and then they all just look at me like what the fuck is mom doing? <laughs> like, I'm just like go with it and then I try to get them to dance along and then they're either like I hate mom and I'm gonna go to my room myself oh. or I'm gonna dance along and we're just gonna have a good time and yeah Yay. dance party sometimes it works sometimes. the dance 
dance party is genius. There are times the dance party is definitely the thing that I've like busted out at my angriest, most like, I'm about to fucking lose my mind. Dance party! And then you're like, like and it really does change the mood. It does, yeah. It's so good. Yeah. I love it. But I like that you put your personal twist on it and yeah. like work out a routine. Yeah. Um, this is a thing that like the cheerleaders in my high school used to do. And so, like, whenever I hear routine, I go right to that. Very good, very good. All right, our last genius is Alexis Schmitz. Which one did I write down? Oh, I would like to hear about your your pedicure. My pedicure, which everyone can come see after the show. I'll be <laughs> this um, I have a six-year-old son who is obsessed with nail polish, and I let him polish my nails. And let me tell you that there are so many colors under these boots right now. And it looks fucking amazing. <laughs> and I get compliments on it, like from the people who, okay, once a year do my manicure. Yeah. But like, they're like, oh my gosh, your nails are amazing. Six-year-old, and he's been doing it since he was four. So yeah. it is incredible. I highly, highly recommend it. Let your kids paint your nails. And then everybody thinks you're an amazing mom because like, you're like, oh, I'm just doing it for the kids. No, I'm doing it because I'm not paying $30 to have somebody else do it. That's right. That's the awesome. best. That's the best. You guys are doing an amazing job. Also, I would like to say that everybody deserves something for just fucking coming here. Like every slip was like, we did it. We came to a show. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Ahem. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. <laughs> fail me, Teresa. Okay. <laughs> so I started to gather from. Gracie, my six and a half year old, that crushes are kind of like becoming a thing. <gasps> and so I mentioned to Jesse that I was gonna order Sex is a Funny Word by the wonderful Corey Silverberg, yep. which is a really great book and a great resource. But I hadn't like read it yet mm. all the way through. I just like was like, oh, it's time to like have that in our house and then we can look at it and then we can like, you know, start to look at it with Gracie and like so it came in the mail, and then, like, I just, like, left it out and, like, yep. forgot about it. Oh, yeah. So then she was on a timeout, and she she got up through page 80. Yeah, there's the a timeout. lot. A lot happens. Yeah. A lot happens yeah. by page 80. Yeah. Yeah. We have the book. It's, yeah. It's a It's lot. a long book, but, like, 80 is, like, that's, yeah. like, most of the book. Yeah, that's most, yeah. Yeah. You're deep in by 80. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Well... That, that, there we are. That's something. That's where we are. That is the thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that has happened in your house. Well, you're doing a horrible job. Yeah. Um, okay. This actually ties in to last week's topic where we talked about yelling this, this week. So Stefan has been gone, and it's been a while, and I have really kind of been at my end. Like, I feel like I'm, I go through these waves of the day where I'm like, I'm doing it! And then, like, one thing happens, and I fucking go so I got so angry they were like in the tub and I, I got so angry and so like bowled over 
but instead of yelling, I did something like actually, I just like fucking went out the bathroom door and I slammed the fucking bathroom door so fucking hard. And then I went into the next room and I just fucking slammed that door. So, I mean, like shit yeah. fell off the wall, slammed hard. Yeah. And like, like Ellis was just like fucking playing. And like Katie Bell was a little like, all right. And like, but like, and it was like, it was scary. It was like a scary, it scared me. They are both totally fine and will all therapy will be paid for. And like later I went in and apologized, but like, guys, it was it was not a good moment yeah. for me, and I felt really bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. Let's listen to other people failing. Okay. All right. <laughs> Janelle Henninger, we would like to hear your fail. Did I say that right? There's her! Hello! All right. You might, can you reach her? Okay. Hello, I'm Janelle Henninger oh, from um, Washington, Illinois. And um, Hi! Hello! I'm glad to be here. Yay! I have kind of a poop fail. Uh, <laughs> I, um, this happened quite a few years ago because now my toddler is... Um, almost seven. Um, so Your toddler, my, my seven-year-old toddler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my seven-year-old toddler. Anyway, I am my husband's here, and uh, he usually clogs our toilet. And so... Um, <laughs> that is so not on a slip. <laughs> so um, I got out the plunger and um, started plunging the toilet, and then I accidentally left it out like I normally do. And I went about my day, and all of a sudden, I saw my daughter coming out of the bathroom, holding the end of the plunger, chewing on the very top of the plunger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought I was going to throw up. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It was like a plunger poop lollipop Oh, gosh. Fail. It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing a horrible job! then like you're gonna go home in two weeks from now your kid's gonna be eating a plunger or something equally bad just wait for it it comes around the poop fails come around guys um all right angie king all right and um thank you hi guys hi so yesterday was my son's first ever he's five years old he's in preschool for the first year Yesterday, I came to Chicago to come here. It was his first ever school concert. And I had to miss it. Yeah. And I suck. You do suck. And instead, I went to Hamilton. I know. I have to. I just want you to know what you missed. And that was not Hamilton. Okay? As a person who has been to every fucking school concert, there'll be more. Don't worry. But also, you're doing a horrible job. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Last but not least. Oh, <laughs> I just thought this was kind of funny. And it really just, it gets, it's kind of a fail, in our opinion, just because it's sometimes feeling bad as a fail. Uh, Amy Reddy, where are you? <laughs> Seriously. I'm sorry. This made me laugh so hard. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and, and it was it's like, happened to me. It's it was kind of me. a similar moment tonight. Oh no! Okay, well share I'm this. So, one. Share okay, this. first okay. I'll I'll share the first one. <laughs> Yesterday morning, so my husband got a promotion at work, and hit, it's really cool, right? Well, so their tradition is to go to the donut shop and bring in 
donuts. Sure. So we go, and I have a five-year-old as well at home. So I bring my five-year-old in, and my husband and I are standing there, and we are like, literally, I was leaving on the road to come here right after I dropped my son off at daycare. This old man, (laughs) older gentleman, (laughs) who looks older than my father, who my father is almost 70, looks at me and goes, oh, look at how you are. You're training your grandson to donuts. Oh, it's the worst. Which then I'm like, I just like kind of swallow it. And my husband's standing there and is like, yeah, yeah, you know. And I think my husband is just excited because he's like, he's bringing donuts to work. He's getting a fucking promotion. (laughs) So then I'm standing there and my son, Felix, who is picked out the one and only sprinkled donut left, picks out the sprinkled donut and the other guy is checking out and walking out and he's like, you better be good to your grandma. Everybody keep your mouth shut out in the world. I'm like, what? I know. How do I, I mean like, yes, okay, I am an older mom. My son is five. I'm 42. But how the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, how the fuck? Yeah. Is it the gentleman yeah. that just looked at me that is older than my father? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Call me grandma. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I, you just deserve a fucking Correct. trophy is really yeah. the whole point of this. Thank you. You are welcome. You're doing an amazing job. It, it's coming, guys. I did happen. It happened to me, too. It was, you know, 44 out visiting, is visiting a one-bed mother who was out to California in a hospital with her kid, and I came out to, like, visit her and her son uh, who was in the hospital, and, like, we're hanging out talking, and the nurse comes in and goes, are you, she didn't even, she was like, something like, are you the grandma? And I was just like, no. <laughs> no. Then I immediately went home to Stefan. I was like, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> well... All of us are doing a horrible job. (laughs) You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. Support for One Bed Mother comes from Audible. Audiobooks are a great sidekick to summer activities like hiking, road tripping, enjoying downtime, outdoors, and more. Audible has the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, which lets you fill your summer with more stories like my sister's book, American Housewife. (laughs) Audible members get a credit every month, good for any audiobook in their store, regardless of price, and unused credits roll over to the next month didn't like your audiobook you can exchange it no questions asked start a 30-day trial and your first audiobook is free go to audible.com badmother or text badmother to 500 500 to get started
Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street? Yay! I'm Allegra Ringo, a small dog owner. My dog Pistachio howls when she's excited. And I'm Renee Culvert, a big dog owner. My dog Tugboat tips over when he's sleepy. And we co-host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog that airs every Tuesday. We bring you all things dog. Yes, dog news, dog tech, dogs we met this week. We also have pretty famous guests on Butt Legs. We're not going to let them talk about their projects. No. Just want to hear about those dogs. We don't want to hear about your stuff, only your dogs. So join us every Tuesday on Max Fun. Thank you so much to the over 28,000 members who joined or upgraded during the 2018 Max Fun Drive and to all of our monthly members. You showed up in full force to help us reach our goal and to show our appreciation. We're putting up this year's batch of Max Fun Drive exclusive enamel pins on sale for all $10 and up monthly members. And just like last year, we're giving all the profits to charity. For 2018, we're supporting the National Immigration Law Center. The sale will run from May 18 through May 28, so don't miss it. $10 and up monthly members will be receiving personalized code and instructions to purchase pins on May 17. So keep your inbox open and notifications on. For more details, head over to MaximumFun.org pins. And to learn more about the National Immigration Law Center and support them directly, you can go to NILC.org. Now, in our live shows, something we have discovered that's an interesting and kind of fun is the wrong word. But it's to, as a group, listen to a rant collectively. It's kind of been a really interesting experience at the live shows to kind of all be together to listen to a mom have a breakdown together. So, so yeah, we're, we're going to do it again tonight. You know, they're calls, so they're kind of hard to hear, so try and listen. Here we go.
great job you're doing um this this may be like one of my like favorite calls ever because it's everything i mean like that that moment where you're like crying about i just want my son to be at preschool so badly like that is really real like I mean, and, and it's so interesting because it kind of taps into that sort of thing like where suddenly your kid's sick and they can't go to school, like an older kid, and you're like, ah, oh, my day's fucking ruined. But like <laughs> this, this is like, way, this is like the baby of that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like this is the baby, this is that like really hard thing where, and like, oh, when she said, yeah, it's easier when, when he's at preschool, I also have a baby. Babies aren't easy. And like, we say it all the time it doesn't matter if you have one or like eight kids and yes okay sometimes maybe if you have eight kids it's about what's happening like in your house that's too much and I just have never met anybody who's like this has been really fucking easy (laughs) like ever and so like I just right like I just just think she's doing such a remarkable job. job it is and what's like even more unique to her situation, she's like, my kid loves it. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he loves it. And you're like, it's just not like you're even wrestling with like the guilt of wanting to take him to school. You just want him to go to school. Yeah. Oh, and like just the keys. She says, yeah. she like screams out into the night. She's like, I can't go anywhere. <laughs> and like, you, now you're really trying. You can't go to a park. You can't go to a fucking store. You can't go to Barnes and Noble. You can't like destroy it. You're like there. And it is the worst and I just I'm so sorry that that happened and you're just doing like a really fucking great job yep all right Teresa what did we learn today fucking ban it all um I think actually I think what we learned is that it's really fucking complicated and it's just like another the idea of like bad influences and how we're going to respond to it is another one of those things that I gave zero real thought to and I hate when these things keep fucking sneaking up on me and I'm like oh I've got to give this actual thought and it can't be like a sweeping 
it's like the like, well, I'll just give them a timeout and that'll work. Or I'll just yell and they'll get it right away. Or my child will never be on an iPad in public. I hear you go, right? Like, it's like all these things that you think you're going to handle a certain way. And then like <laughs> fucking parenting, guys, it just keeps getting difficult and great and magical. But I feel like we learned that like one everybody's having a different experience with this so try and be like this is the easy lesson try to be like respectful when somebody comes to you and says like my kid like I fucking hate Captain Underpants don't be like it's the best be like oh I'm so sorry <laughs> why what's happening yeah. like that's that's a nice thing to do and then the other is I also think it's totally fine to make your life easier sometimes by like setting up parameters or rules in your house or like maybe not having something, maybe something is a library treat or maybe Star Wars, that clone movie is like fine at Jimmy's house. You know what I mean? But like, but that said, like I will say we haven't even gotten into like real video game stuff yet. And like, I was talking to a friend who like, there's one set of games that are totally fine in the house, but then when they go to the other friend's house, they're playing games that like she's not okay with. You know, and like that, that's something we're all going to have to navigate at some point in time. Like, how do we talk to each other about that? How do we say, you know what, that's not all right in my house and not do it in a way that then like makes the other person feel like shit, right? Like that's a hard one. Good luck. Yeah, I don't know. Did you learn anything? Um, (laughs) I feel better having complained about it publicly. (laughs) That is the bigger lesson right there. Thank you. Guys, it has been so nice to be here in Chicago. We are having a really good time. Let me please tell you that you guys, I always get super keyed up when I do this with people actually in the room. Because um, usually it's just me and Teresa, and I cry and edit it. <laughs> that's you, actually true. That's really true. <laughs> I cried a lot last week on the show. Like the show this year, I'm like, genius, I don't fucking know what segment it is. You guys are doing a remarkable job. This is incredibly difficult and it is tiring and it is a lot and it is also super awesome and none of those things negate the other. And I know that it was a lot to come out here and to make this work, uh, to be here tonight and just to even go to the store takes a lot to make that happen. And I just want to say... Like, for real, you guys are doing an incredible fucking job. Yeah. (laughs) Teresa? Yes. You are doing such a great job. Thanks, Biz. So are you. Thank you. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Kara Hart, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all of these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash One Bad Mother. 
For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.